I was given a lot of that positive <laughs> yeah. feedback. I could see that they were starting to, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. sort of <laughs> die. <laughs> it's like hypothermia is where the magic happens. The goal isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. Welcome to Perspective, a podcast for wedding creatives, where we sit down often with a special guest and talk about our many years of experience in the wedding industry so you can learn from us and to help grow your wedding business. If you're into capturing raw, undistilled emotional images and film, and you have a lust for the outdoors, then this episode is going to be awesome for you. As today on the podcast, we'll be talking to a wedding and elopement photographer who works and breathes best when in the wild places of Scotland and beyond, Sean Bell. We'll take a deep dive into Sean as a person, as a photographer, as a filmmaker, and as an educational speaker. But before we get into all that, Greg, what are we drinking? We are drinking some coffee from a roaster called Roasted Brown. Mm-hmm. It's a filter coffee on the Chemex, and it's an Ethiopian natural processed bean. It says it's got hints of jasmine and raspberry. It's an heirloom, which I think means it's pretty good. So get it poured. I'm pouring, I'm pouring. This is going to be my second big coffee of the day. So <laughs> by the end of this episode, might be buzzed. <laughs> right. Have you had well, any coffee yet? I've had two. Ooh, oh geez. my God. Well, <laughs> I obviously went to the gym this morning and I had a pre-workout. There you go. Cheers. And I had a coffee after that. So this is also pretty, it's going to be a pretty caffeinated episode. I'm all in. Oh, you really can taste that kind of jasmine hint. Well, that's weird. There is a floralness to it, yeah. Yeah. So how are you, Sean? I'm fine, thanks. Thank yeah. you for coming all this way from Edinburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Leith? Just outside Edinburgh. No, uh, Dalkeith. Oh, Dalkeith. That's right. Sunny Dalkeith. Yeah, that's right. Because I remember we shot with you Winton Castle yeah. and we drove you home. That's right. And I had no idea where I was. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to your house and I was like, I still have no idea where I am. Yeah. Like honestly, yeah, it's pretty. Um, it's pretty out there, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, just. But it seems it seemed lovely. Yeah, it's a nice bit. Mm. Yeah, it's really. Uh, yeah, we don't want to go too far into the city, so it's nice yeah. to be there. Yeah, yeah, you you do prefer the country, don't you? Yeah, I guess it's handy with the dog as yeah as well. It's yeah, very handy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how how has your week been in general? Um, we just got back from Poland, actually. Um, oh really? At the weekend, yeah. Just oh, fantastic. I, yeah, we were on holiday uh, visiting her parents, and oh, right. we were mm-hmm. doing a bit of snowboarding and lots of, you know, eating and drinking. Very yeah. cool. And uh, was yeah. it good? Good snow. Yeah, it was really good yeah. actually. Yeah, um, it was last year when we went. It was a bit icy and right. a bit hard, but um, the snow was yeah a lot better this time. Apparently, February's the the month to go. All oh, right, okay. Which, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had some good fun, bit of culture, bit of boarding. Yeah, lots of people. Very cool. I didn't know you you did snowboarding. Yeah, that's cool. Man. Yeah, both Justine and I. Yeah. yeah, she's better than me. Obviously, yeah, of course, of course. I just got to chase her down the slope. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only time I've I've been snowboarding two or three times, like out in the wild and like Glen Shee and stuff, and I've been terrible. Like the snow conditions been horrible, like mm-hmm. icy, and Scottish. then. I've never had any lessons or anything, so I just sort of fall down the hill. Every so right. often I'll get like a yard or two of snowboarding yeah. and I just 
end up in bruises. There was one weekend where we were going to do a full weekend of snowboarding. Did the first day and then I think three of us dropped out on the second day. <laughs> I was too injured. Someone else was injured. And the next day, brother-in-law's brother broke his wrist. Oh, <laughs> man. Like, I'm glad I didn't go that day. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm not really a snowboarder, but mm-hmm. I like trying. And do you injure yourself by falling over and stuff? Or is it more like strain on your legs or pulling things or for me it's falling falling yeah, yeah. do yeah. you injure yourself yeah it's <laughs> yeah. just it's basically just um a collection of bruises yeah. after a few days <laughs> you know what i mean you just accumulate them um after a few days now you're like okay i'm pretty much gonna have to rest yeah <laughs> until the yeah there's mm. lots of wee tweaks and yeah. things like that yeah at my age yeah, sports are just par for the course for injury yeah ah, man you always want to do them but being self-employed, you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't yeah. be doing this. Like I've, I've taken up trying to skate. Right. On like rollerblades or uh, something? Yes. Right, well, okay. I took my son to uh, the skate, uh, the roller stop uh, at Kinning Park, yeah. which is just like a a wooden floor, flat wooden floor. Easy. He liked it. And so did I. So I bought him skates for his birthday and I bought myself some blades because I thought they're a little bit better for going outside. But every, I just fall over all the time. If I'm outside, just... Honestly, I've hurt my wrists, my elbows. I'm yeah. half a man. It really hurts, doesn't it? Yeah, for, it really hurts. You forget, like when you were a kid and you fell off your bike or something like that. It was on the hard pack. It was, it was fine. You just got back up. But yeah, yeah. It really hurts now. <laughs> yeah, kinda, yeah. I take wrist protectors on, but I'm snowboarding. All right. Oh yeah. Just always really. Yeah. Yeah. I take it. Pa- padded I, out. I take everything now. <laughs> <laughs> Helmet, yeah. elbow pads, knee pads, wrist guards, padded shorts for landing on my butt. <laughs> like honestly. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I do it when no one's when no one can see yep. see me in in the back roads. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's fun. Yeah. But um, have you ever like shot injured before? You ever done something injure yourself and then like had a win the next day? Or I done my back a little bit with bouldering because I do a lot of climbing. And, oh yeah. Uh, I just jumped off. We jump off onto pads, but right. sometimes you miss them. And <laughs> um, so I, I missed it. And. Um, yeah, I tweaked my back a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, so I just had to get um, all ibuprofen up yeah. and uh, just get on with it kind of thing. Mm. It's funny, though, when as soon as I started, like, I was turned up to the wedding and I thought, man, this is going to really, yeah, it was really limited in mobility. Um, mm. But as soon as I started shooting, it sort of pain went away. It just right. Made, I was so focused on the the day, yeah. you know, so. Or but maybe that was the, the yeah. drugs working as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Climbing, yeah, yeah. that's a cool sport. Oh, or bouldering, sorry. Yeah, we do a bit of, bit of both, really, just bouldering mm. and roped stuff as oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. More outdoors, or do you go somewhere to... Yeah, we go, this time of year especially, we're, in, we're indoors. There's a local wall, local bouldering wall that's uh, just opened up uh, oh, yeah, near cool. Dalkeith, which is mm. like world class. It's, it's, it's super good. Um, do they have an ice wall climbing centre down that area? No, there's one in uh, Kinloch Leven. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, mostly we're outside. Yeah. Um, and we go to France and... Um, obviously up north and yeah. places like that, but cool. Um, yeah, what's that documentary with the guy free 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 climbing free solo free solo? Free solo have you seen yeah. that? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I went to the cameo. Um, was it the cameo? Yeah, cameo cinema in Edinburgh to watch it. Yeah. Oh man, that's intense. Yeah, it's yeah. like sweaty palm stuff. Yeah. Just watching it, yeah. you're like, oh my god. You know. And I've seen a lot of climbing films, and I never really get that freaked because I, you know, I love the sport, and mm. you know, I understand. You know, I've been places but with that was the first climbing movie that i, I got really yeah. sweaty pams and you know because yeah. i knew the, the difficulty that he was 
doing and, and how on off that can be you know yeah. so te- so kind of tenuous moves and things mm. like that and i was just like but the cinematography was amazing you know I as know, well right? i think that was maybe part of it you know mm. it was just so yeah i think that's so why it the, helped the, the narrative was break through well. to general public as well yeah. mm-hmm. like out with the climbing community yeah yeah it was a good narrative good story good kind of and the cinematography was just yeah mind-blowing so yeah yeah but yeah it was cool yeah. no i'd rather have a rope thanks mm. <laughs> yeah yeah oh, yeah brave e- even even the filmmakers i mean that is brave like even having that you know filming around this potentially lethal activity yeah like if they were to make a mistake and affect the climb i mean you'd have to live with that yeah that is intense yeah, absolutely. filmmaking but uh, I heard you were talking to Lisa Devlin recently. I was. On a podcast. Was. When when was that? That was, um, oh my God. I thought <laughs> it was just before I went to Poland. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so that would have been a week past Thursday maybe, something uh, like that. Yeah. And how how did you find it? Um, oh, it was fine. I was yeah. just chatting to Lisa. Yeah, and, and, I like Lisa. And it was, uh, yeah, we spoke about um, all manner of things. <laughs> Caramel logs. Tonics, um, <laughs> products, um, okay. lots of different sort of random <laughs> stuff. But yeah, now I feel really bad that we don't have any cakes or biscuits here for you. <laughs> no, it's clearly it's a fan. She should have tipped us off. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was good. It was just a catch up and uh, just talking about obviously. Yeah, up, and upcoming thrive and all that sort of thing. Yes. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited. Yeah. I'm I'm going to be t- asking about that yeah, later. Of course. But yeah, I suppose at the end I'll probably ask you which podcast was better. Being, <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I'm competitive in nature. Sorry, Lisa. Uh, so uh, Justina's not here today. No. Um, where is she? She's um, looking after our dog. Ah, um, that's fair. Yeah, enough. your mental dog. Yeah, because we we just got we put her in the kennel before we went to Poland, mm-hmm. and and apparently that's good for her as well to have that sort of kennel life. All right. Um, oh right. Okay. So um, yeah. So we just got back, and we don't want to leave her too mm-hmm. long again so she's she's looking after molly yeah yeah well I'm a, just, i mean you're great but i would love the, another i'd love a female perspective right because we're all just sorry old white dudes here <laughs> <laughs> talking about wins <laughs> but never mind we miss you justina so we shot with you in castle have you always shot together um maybe since about 2013 okay um kind of on off i mean i guess she's because justina's got her own you know wedding photography mm. thing and um you know if, if she's shooting a day i'll have to get another second shooter in yeah you mm-hmm. know so I'll, I'll hire someone else in but um for most of the time we are a sort of unit together and um yeah it it just gradually <clears throat> sort of grew you know that that yeah you know and then you get to rely you get to know how each other works i get to know you know what, what i know kind of what's going to come in from a yeah. my second you yeah. know and um yeah and we, we have a lot of fun and it's it's handy because we get to when we're going up north to do elopements and things like that we're, we're together in the van and mm. you know it makes it all kind of yeah yeah a lot, lot easier do you treat your elopements kind of like not holiday but like do you take time for yourselves before and after or yeah yeah we do um it's been like last summer we shot one on Barra, that Isle of Barra. So we just took a week in the camper and um, travelled up through like Harris and Lewis. Yeah. And oh, lovely. Yeah, places that I'd really wanted to go to. Um, you know, I was kind of saving the islands up, you know, kind of <laughs> to, to do. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was amazing. You know, just taking a week afterwards. Obviously, we can't always do that. You yeah. know, just <laughs> take a week after every gig. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, but 
Yeah, we do. We tend to. I mean, we're if we're shooting on Sky and things, we'll, tr we'll take the bouldering pads or we'll take the ropes and uh, oh, yeah. you know we'll do a bit of climbing when we're there or before a wedding, a bit of walking. No, Jen, I like to get when we travel the day before, do the wedding, and then do and a then, bit, do a bit of activities yeah. afterwards. You yeah, know, a high risk. More chill. <laughs> yeah, never, yeah. Trying to think about that. <laughs> I don't think Greg would like me like to take a wee holiday with me. You know, it's not mm. the same kind of relationship. <laughs> On, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to spend a week in a van with Simon. <laughs> no, we've we've had trips where we've extended it slightly. Oh, true. Like, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, like we went to Austin. We can recover from drinking. And it was no. no. <laughs> that, when we went to Austin, the travel was so far that it was like, oh. right, let's take an extra few days. Yeah. Just to make it worthwhile. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. so that's yeah. a long trip. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you do elopements, you just come straight back. Yeah, most well, not that night, but the day after. Yeah. In the morning after, it's if it's somewhere like Sky, we would yeah. travel the day before, shoot, and then travel home the day after. Mm. Right. So even though you're not shooting all day, it's still long, hard days. It is. Yeah. And you jump about the hills and yeah. run up to yeah. places where the couple's not going to go. So it's it's hard work. You don't want it to do in that drive after that day. Yeah, I've done that once. And yeah. we finished wow. our shoot ten o'clock at the ferry pools um, a couple of summers ago. Yeah. Uh, so it was like still light. So we still felt, oh, we'll just do the drive. But oh my, that was yeah. that was full on. You know, just one, two in the morning, hitting down that that road after yeah. that long day. You know, it's, yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, you always, I well, I always forget how long it actually takes to get up the sky. Yeah. And then, I mean, the distance isn't really a problem. It's more the kind of roads for me and all the type of weather that you can hit along the way. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. And if you're stuck behind a tractor or a lorry on these yeah. tiny roads, you can't yeah. get past. Or yeah. Deer jumps in front of you. Yeah, that's like, the thing. On the way down, like at night, you've got to kind of drive in the middle of the road because they, they yeah. come out yeah. so yeah. quickly. You just have to concentrate <laughs> so hard. Lots of coffee. Yeah. We won't talk too much about Loman. Should we move on to the next section? Transition. Yeah. All right, Sean. So for the people who haven't heard of you before, do you want to tell them who you are and what you do? I'm Sean Bell. I'm a wedding and elopement photographer in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, how... How well you mentioned 2013 we're shooting with Justina. Mm -hmm. How long have you actually been shooting, and where did it all start for you? So I studied at college, mm -hmm. photography at college, and um, I never finished the course. I got a job as a junior photographer oh. um, at the Edinburgh Evening News mm -hmm. a long time ago, <laughs> and I was when I was a wee boy um, in 2001. Yeah, and I guess so. I was shooting a lot of editorial was my background so yeah I, I photojournalism I was really interested in and started off in there and then went from the evening news to work, started work for the Scotsman and the Herald and the Times and things like that and mm. uh, yeah and then shot my cousin's wedding and then as it happens you know things you know you just fall into it yeah, yeah. Um, roughly when was that then so my cousin's about 2003 but I didn't shoot another wedding for a few years, right. um, shot an elopement in Glencoe in 2006, um, but it, it, there wasn't much, I kind of thought, oh, this is cool, I'd, because I was a climber then, you know, and I was yeah. start, just starting to get into it, and 
um i thought this is this is quite nice you know just being in the hills and doing this and uh, and uh, yeah and then a few years later i think press were sort of kind of i don't know the, the landscape and and sort of editorial photography was changing just mm-hmm. with the, the the sort of whole i don't know economic crisis yeah. i guess oh, yeah, you know and yeah. things like that and I, I got a few more weddings and just sort of started thinking okay and i was doing a bit of commercial work with art directors and um i was finding that was really stifling just because right. i was kind of just ended up pressing the button and not right. really setting things up yeah. so. mm-hmm. and um yeah weddings something i never thought i would want to do because back then it wasn't really the same as it is now mm-hmm. and you know when i was at college nobody wanted to be a wedding photographer but then the more i'd done them the more i thought yeah definitely more creativity you can be more creative and be kind of autonomous and mm-hmm. you know you've not got anybody else kind of telling you roughly what to do you know so yeah i know i think um i remember doing commercial work and feeling feeling that right yeah just wanting to do something what I thought would be a better way, <laughs> mm-hmm. but then obviously being told no, which is fine. Yeah, it's hard like doing short films or some commercial stuff where you're hired as a camera operator. Yeah. And you're not the cinematographer the cinema or yeah. the DP or yeah. any of those roles. Yeah. You really are just to do what camera you're told and hold the camera and yeah. point it in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. Press the button. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah. I never expected it to be like that, but that's. You know, I thought I was quite excited by, you know, by some projects that I was doing at that yeah. time. Mm. And it was just absolutely not what I imagined, you know. So. Yeah. And you come from quite a creative background as well, because you were a musician. Was that before yeah. the news stuff or was that the same time, roughly? So roughly the same time. Right. Yeah. Cool. So I was, I guess I was at college and was in the band. And yeah, I was, I was starting to work as a, a junior and I was, I was still playing and writing yeah. and gigging, you know. So, um, yeah, it was... Yeah, it was a busy time. <laughs> and if those first weddings as well, you know, I'd be gigging on a Friday night and, you know, until oh. yawn time, you know, post after show and then turning up at weddings. And stuff. Yeah. It was, it was exciting. So what uh, what kind of music did you play? And what instrument? T- tell us about your band stuff. <laughs> I don't know much about this. <laughs> I, I, I remember I chatting to you at the pub one night oh, really? and getting like, oh, wow. Was it, I'm trying to remember what band. I asked you who, who was the best band you toured with or something. Right. I think, was it Ash? Yeah, you we, toured with we them? toured with Ash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. yeah. Back in the day, <laughs> and they were big. We weren't big, no. No, no. We were, Ash were big. Ash, like, were, yeah. Ash. I, I remember they had their. Yeah. I feel like they had their heyday back in that kind of early two thousands. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think we. I think the biggest gig we played was the Corn Exchange, Edinburgh, oh, yeah. with Ash, and that was maybe two thousand and four or something. Yeah. Oh, just crazy young youths, <laughs> <laughs> hammering, hammering, hammering away. Um, on our guitars yeah it was it was great fun and um we had a bit of interest and went to london and done all the whole toilet circuit as well you know that little indie kids do um but yeah that always ran alongside the work as much as i could you know and the the guys at the my picture editor at the evening news was quite supportive of that right Right. and so i would have to ask for you know time off and (laughs) things like that and he was always cool so yeah that's cool but yeah did you ever put any of that creativity from your music into like your photography work? Like, or, or were they like two separate creative outlets for you? Yeah, it's funny. I, because I started playing obviously guitar and things when I was maybe 15 and photography was, was just a couple of years after when I was picked up my dad's SLR and I was always really keen on drawing and mm-hmm. um, stuff at school, you know, so there was always, always that. Um, I get, I don't know it, Maybe it, maybe it does cross over in some way, you know, the kind of, 
you know that that sort of visual mm-hmm. thing i think a lot of stuff was maybe my dad was a massive record collector and um, a lot of vinyl and right. i used to spend oh, wow. hours as a kid just looking at all the artwork on on vinyl while yeah. i was listening to the music cool. um, and you still got a lot of that mm-hmm. uh, an incredible collection and it was all alphabetical order you know but but really eclectic taste you know so like the first would be like maybe abba and the next would be acdc and it would be like you know a whole genre classical to, to everything yeah. But, yeah but i was fascinated with that artwork as a kid you know um so i don't know if that's yeah music into that that kind of thing but i don't know i think maybe they do run yeah. hand in hand yeah we were speaking to david ruff obviously yes. He, yes. who recommended you for the podcast yeah. Lovely and, and he, he Thanks, mentioned pal. that as as well about um right. being influenced by record albums and stuff right. like that okay. for his work and I was like, yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty cool yeah um, as i mean as filmmakers the music that I kind of like, the genres I like, go into are our films. So I feel right. like it's a little bit more easy as filmmakers to put one passion into another. Whereas for photographs, because they don't have that musical element, I feel like it's it might be harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. That's cool. So obviously, you're in a band. You you're working. When when do you move from like like when I went kind of what sort of full time and what yeah sense? yeah yeah when did you go full time? Oh, well. Yeah, I was full time, you know, all through that period. But I think okay. probably weddings, maybe I would, I'd say maybe 2010 is when I, you know, became a, when it was that sort of day where I thought I've got more weddings than other gigs, you know, yeah. other, uh-huh. you know, other things going on. And I thought, yeah, that was definitely 2010, 11. Maybe that's when my diary was maybe just weddings. Yeah. You know? uh, but it was very different back then, you know, for a wedding, even then, you know, even just 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was actually. Yeah, yeah. that's when we sort of you guys started, started but the then time, as well. Yeah, yeah. totally yeah. different. I was thinking about that. I was like, when we're at wedding shows, I always like to tell people my story of why we are now filmmakers. Right. But I've always thought it was a bit of a salesy thing. But then after speaking to uh, Neil Sean McLean, who will be released now, but you won't have heard it yet, um, talks about marketing and stuff, and I just, I just feel like maybe other people need to hear the story of why like it's our why yeah. and i've always been a little bit nervous to tell people our why but i think people need to hear it because there's a lot of regret in our why right. yeah, yeah. That, that has to do with the wedding market 10 years ago right yeah. really for, yeah right. for filmmakers like I, I looked around there just wasn't that many people doing what i wanted mm-hmm. from yeah. a film and uh yeah didn't have a wedding film and now we we have filled that what was the gap in the market? Yeah, of course. Now we're swimming in them. Oh, goodness, <laughs> all these videographers are swimming around in them. But it's funny that you say it, when you were studying photography, nobody wanted to be a like wedding photographer. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's almost changed, whereas now it's, yeah. like air quotes, a cool job. That Absolutely. People coming out of college or coming out of school think, oh, I could do that. I can travel the world with that job. Yeah, but it's, when I was at college, it was photojournalism or fashion you know was the, the yeah. they were the sort of things to go to kind of you know gravitate towards and, and, yeah. and kind of be you know absolutely everybody was no absolutely no way would i do weddings but i was never kind of neither here nor there with it you know obviously i, I just kind of like most people fell into it and actually realized it was it was good fun and yeah you could be creative and yeah um I think or, was- on your own off your own back kind of thing there wasn't a big team around about you kind of of you know directors and like or, you know all that sort of yeah, no, stuff I, I like working sort of semi alone yeah me too semi alone semi alone <laughs> don't leave <laughs> me greg <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's interesting you said about filling that gap. Like a lot of musicians maybe started doing music because they didn't find anything that, you know, they couldn't find anything that they liked round about and, yeah. and became musicians themselves to fill that. And, yeah. they, and you've done that with your, with your films. Yeah. So obviously it's been roughly 2010s when you sort of went full time. That's a fair few years now. How, <laughs> how have you kept the passion for wedding photography going over these years? Mm. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I guess I just like to learn and and push myself and it's not linear you know what i mean there's a it's definitely peaks and troughs yeah to, to the business side of it to your kind of creative psyche mm-hmm. all sorts of factors you know and some years you're you know it's up and it's and down you know but something always draws me back and i guess it is just that whole i think as i grow older i'm getting more it's just that seeing people, you know, in that connection and get there's, I've got more of a sort of respect for that or respect for it, but more of a, a feel for that, you know, mm-hmm. that, um, but yeah, I love learning and, and just, I'm always seeking out that I'm never happy with what I do. Yeah. Yeah. My, my work never, ever. And, and I'm always seeking out that next thing. There's always something going to be around the corner, you know, right. good light or kind of lines and things like that. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just enjoy it's interesting looking back at my work from 10 years ago and just seeing that evolution, you know, um, it's, it's funny as well. <laughs> um, and that, that intrigues me, you know, just yeah. evolving and wanting to do every comp- part of the day better, you know, and kind of work on weaknesses. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm all, I don't know, I, maybe I'm easy pleased, but yeah, it keeps me, <laughs> keeps me sort you know, I keep coming back to it because it, yeah, something that I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. What was the split ratio wise between like normal weddings and elopements? For you, um, roughly. Roughly, I think it's maybe for this year. If I'm looking at this year, mm-hmm. it's maybe 60, 40, 60 percent weddings, maybe forty elopements. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't that before, you know. I, the, you know, things change, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I love doing elopements. Just generally, they're up north and in the outdoors, and that's that's the place that I, I love and I yeah. love yeah. to be. I just I feel like completely at home in the mountains and and that's so it's it's only natural i want to sort of go towards that you know but mm. i know how competitive that is now you know everybody wants to do them true yeah, yeah there's a lot but of the thing is you can yeah. definitely tell from from your work and stuff that it is true to you that mm. you love the climbing and being outdoors there's some people where it's like are they just wanting to get into that because it's it's what's popular just now yeah. i don't know but you can definitely tell from your work that it's something that you are passionate about. Yeah, no, absolutely. I get, I get so excited, <laughs> excited on an elopement. Yeah, I'm just running about and, yeah. you know, the light's changing. I think some couples are looking at me as if, like, <laughs> what's this guy on? You know, I'm just, you know, I've had like, it's kind of like six coffee kind of buzz <laughs> at people when I'm in the hills, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, and I think that, I think the clients kind of feel that as well, yeah, you know, from yeah. me that I'm, you know, and I'm, Telling them the names of the hills and <laughs> get, yeah, calm down, mate. <laughs> no, it's so nice. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. yeah I love it. Yeah. Well, what is that about the hills and the wilderness that kind of attracts you? I think from a young age, my, my granddad took me into the Cairngorms and um, other places in the Memoirs. And like five year old, he would take me uh, into the Cairngorms up and uh, we would go bothying and just right. being outdoors and, uh-huh. you know, staying overnight and doing big, you know, two, three multi day trips. You know, from a young age, yeah, and I, I guess I, I I dropped it for a little while, you know, and then of you know other things kind of come in. You're yeah, a teenager, yeah. you know what I mean. Of you, course, you the wanna, journey of life, journey of life. You want to go down the park, and, you know, <laughs> meet, meet your wee pals and do things, and um, 
yeah, but I came back to it kind of early twenties, I guess. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's just a, I like, it's going to sound really weird, but I like feeling small. And I think the mountains and climbing um, make me feel small um, yeah. and insignificant. And that's a sort of, I don't know, that, that just feels nice to me. Um, yeah, yeah. I get it when I look at the, I like the night sky, I like the stars and things like that as well. And uh, yeah, it's just a, there's a, a quietness I like, even though it can be wild, you know, there's a quietness within that, yeah. that kind of wild wind and yeah. snow and all the rest of it. Yeah. I, it's hard to explain really. I just, I get, I just have a sense of calm when I'm, when I'm there, even, yeah. even if I'm, battling against the elements or whatever you know so mm. maybe that's from those younger days i don't know where it comes from yeah, yeah. yeah. certainly my mum or dad weren't really into it, it was my granddad that right. sort of mm. instilled that in me i think isn't that weird that i feel like so i'm the same actually right i like to feel small and right. instead because then when you do that it feels like you shouldn't have any worries yeah. you know like you're just part of this bigger thing and things mm. are going on and you don't really need to worry because you're a tiny bit a tiny bit of it yeah and then you kind of your worries go away. I remember having very vivid memories of lying down in the country and just staring at the stars for like what seemed like hours. I mean, I mean, I remember my father and I. He used to have a big telescope as well. And used to just like stare at the, the stars and he used to show me constellations. And I have very fond memories of that. So like looking up the at the stars was my first kind of encounter with that feeling mm-hmm. of yeah. being small in this vast yeah. place that we occupy and uh yeah and then i kind of felt it when i started going up into the you know, like, like the mountains of glencoe and stuff and the mountains make you feel that way and i'm like wow yeah. this is cool yeah like yes i just feel a little bit more at peace yeah but yeah it's like there's no pressure on you yeah. you know you, f- you feel that you know so insignificant and there's mm. no yeah I'd, plus i mean <laughs> i mean there's literally no pressure because you can turn your camera anywhere up there and it would be <laughs> amazing you know yeah, <laughs> like honestly know. yeah um sometimes that, too much how how do you approach an elopement day you're going up with a couple maybe meeting them somewhere up north how do you approach the day yeah i mean it, it depends on where it is obviously um obviously, there's a lot of locations that i know um but some Sometimes I'm maybe not as familiar, you yeah. know. Um, so I do like to go and have a little look around beforehand, but not too much. I, I like to, th- you know, yeah. for it to just sort of happen um, on the day. But I think, yeah, it's important to kind of have a few wee places in mind. Yeah, yeah, and and it's just, I guess, it's you know, from the preparation through. Is that what you kind of meant? Like, from, yeah, yeah. So we'll go to the bridal and groom prep, you know, and cover <clears throat> cover it as a a full story. Um, you know, similar to a wedding day, you know, yeah. from kind of start to end. Um, yeah, really kind of documentary uh, storytelling type, appro- uh, type approach. But yeah, I, sometimes it's it's a little bit more difficult because you've two people and, you know, getting that sort of whole narrative, you know, that, you know, making things different, you know, yeah. lo- there's less kind of going on, if you if you know what I mean, kind of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just trying to make it as authentic as, as, as possible, you know, kind of. Um, Do you take, before the wed, before the wedding or elopement, do you get involved with suggesting locations to do the ceremony and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I've just I've uh, just been recently just sending some over to a couple of couples, and it's uh, it's great. You know, just I enjoy that because yeah. it's, there's a lot of kind of Google Maps, and I'm using that what three words now as well. Oh yeah, just for oh, lo- yeah. like pinpoint locations and uh, just chatting to them on you know online and um, getting ideas to what what they like. I like to really chat with couples beforehand and, and get a feel for 
their likes and dislikes and how they are, you know, and kind of where best yeah. that would be, you know, because some mm. some prefer the, the the beach, you know, the ocean or kind of, you know, so I'm always suggesting, you know, areas that would, you know, give them kind of something. Um, also, I like when it, when they come to Scotland, I, and if they're kind of open books about it, I, if I'm going to Glencoe, I'll try and do mountains, rivers and trees. Yep. You know? <laughs> yes, so yeah. Yes. I'll do, are you the same? Do you the similar? Well, yeah, sort of? like, yeah. especially for an element where it's just, yeah. just the two of them. Yeah. Like, and maybe a couple of family members, you want to have that diversity in the portfolio. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Yeah, just that transition between, you know, to create someone that isn't just the big open wide yeah. grand scene, you yeah. know, and uh, just taking them on a little journey really. And, and yeah, just trying to carve a wee, a wee journey for, for every couple. But yeah, I definitely do get involved in location and timings right, of the yeah. day, really important, you know, for light and uh, tourism, kind of, you know, <laughs> kind of, um, you know, and then they're like, what time? I'm like, wow, Fairy Glen, mm, yeah, maybe half seven in the morning, you know, before, <laughs> yeah. you know, that. You know, and yeah. most are up for it, you know, for, you know, they understand that we know the place yeah. a little bit better and mm -hmm. what's going to work best for them. So, yeah, very much involved. And, and I really enjoy it, you know, because I get excited again. And like, oh, this area's got this and this has got this, you know. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, reading a map before you go on an adventure, sometimes more exciting than the actual, <laughs> than the actual, you know, walk or climb, you know. It's just pouring over maps is, uh, yeah, bit of a geek. It's all right. Map geek. It's fine. I feel that's a very retro thing to do. Pour over a map. Yeah. Where people would just be like, okay, here's the location, set up, boop, and yeah. you're there. No, it's it's really. Um, I've got loads of ordnance survey maps, and some of them are granddad's, so they're all proper eighties yeah. eighties oh, wow. kind of maps. Um, probably best not to use them now because there'll be a lot of stuff <laughs> that's just not there anymore. Um, but yeah, I just I had one out on the living room floor the night, and Justina came through. She's like, ah, oh, where are we going? Where are we going? You know, just excited, um, and she loves that tactile maps and yeah. stuff as oh, well yeah. too you know so mm -hmm. yeah the tactility of uh anything maps images yeah. I, I feel it's like so important in fact doing films sometimes i get jealous of you guys because you can print off yeah. stuff whereas you, you know guys, we, we don't have that yeah. ability Never so it's, yeah yeah it's, you, it's a you weird can hold one. a usb stick that has the <laughs> memories digitally on it <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one yeah yeah so, uh, just out of curiosity, do you go to an alumen or a wedding with any like preconceived images already in your head, like something that you're like maybe you're thinking, you know what, my portfolio could do with this image, and you go to a wedding alumen and you think, right, okay, I'm going to try and create that image for me. Obviously, it's going to look awesome because it's you. So, it'll also be for your clients as well. <laughs> but do you, do you ever take a kind of selfish approach to wins at all there's never any sort of preconceived you know I'm, mm. I'm i just really concentrate on trying to tell the story as much as i can and i'm really really like for clients you know and, that, yeah. and that's my sort of thing but obviously yeah there's a little percentage that you know I'm, I'm always trying to eke out you know images and you know quirky stuff and creative stuff um, but mm -hmm. um yeah i've never i don't know i'm maybe they, they are there but it's never like I'm never leaving in the morning going, yeah, I'm just going to get this. And yeah. that's yeah. kind of it because then I know how often that can just, it will never happen. I think of, you know, a lot of times when I had that in the past working in editorial, I would, I would go to jobs with that, you know, I would get the job sheet and it would tell me who, where, why, what and when yeah. and what my sort of 
uh, approach kind of should be and, mm-hmm. and I would go oh I'm going to get them to do this and that and this will look really cool and you turn up and, and the job's just like a dog's dinner you know it's terrible yeah, right? yeah. and all the rest of it so I think I've I've gotten rid of all the sort of <laughs> that you know so I just turn yeah. up and, and um, obviously on the day they'll I'll scout and, and I'll be yeah I'm excited about this location or whatever mm-hmm. um, if it fits the couple you know because we can't yeah. just shoehorn oh, course, yeah. different couples into you know an older trad couple into like a sort of hipstery, quirky <laughs> yeah. kind of shapes and stuff. You know, it, we, we just got to be sensitive to, to who we're working with and what's mm-hmm. kind of authentic for them. So yeah, never really any massive preconceived ideas. But mm-hmm. if I'm going to an area that I know, I'll, I'll have an idea of hopefully where the light will be if there's any light, you know, yeah, kind of. Yeah. And that would be the best time to hit. You know, if we're doing three locations on Sky, I would I would think about timings for light and things. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, but. I always feel that the word selfish can be quite a negative thing. I think all, people mm-hmm. always think of the negativity of of the word selfish, but I don't. I don't always see it like that. Like uh, you know, sometimes trying to uh, create something that's maybe new for your portfolio can kind of excite a couple as well. Mm-hmm. It was just a thought that popped into my head. Yeah, no, it's definitely always there. I'm always pushing for like i said earlier just that i'm never happy so i'm always looking for that that extra image of a day and, and yeah. you know and i and i always try and get something that mm-hmm. i can take away that's kind of you know a little bit more of yeah. me than you know um, that i would kind of really, really want to do and mm-hmm. but it's ultimately for them as oh yeah as well and like, mm-hmm. like you said but um yeah, yeah I'm, I'm never just kind of um, running the mill trying you know just going yeah. through the motions you yeah, know no, yeah, always always, uh, always always pushing um, myself and, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah there was someone that we spoke to that they said their mantra was the next wedding will be the best one yeah and it's similar sort of yeah. thought to Abs- what you're saying is absolutely. never happy with where you are you're always wanting to push yourself and make yeah. the next wedding better yeah, mm. no, yeah absolutely with that in mind do you ever leave a wedding or a little bit feeling a little bit disappointed if you didn't capture something or disappointed in yourself or something didn't go right or you were trying to chase some light and then it disappeared or yeah do you ever get that oh absolutely okay like almost fine. almost every wedding i'll come away and <laughs> justina knows it's coming i'll just get in the car and i'm like i should have done that I, oh man i should have just done that then you know or you know that light was just like perfect there and they were, they were in there at that point it's you know every every almost every wedding yeah. you know um, and it, yeah I get a bit worked up about it <laughs> but then you get to the edit and it's like oh, yeah. these, are, these are bloody brilliant <laughs> yeah that's it yeah. And I, I think you just forget how much you're sort of chipping away at the day and you're you're getting stuff in the kind of like yeah yeah stuff that you you're just instinctively shooting and it's you know you're not thinking about it because there's too much going on and, mm-hmm. and you get to an edit and there's like you know they're overwhelmed and they're they're so happy you know the clients but yeah um yeah, yeah. i think it's just it's, i don't know if you guys get it. it's just that initial straight after you, I definitely yeah. yeah simon's you, he's definitely that and we get in the car <laughs> really and within 10 minutes he's like oh do you, do you think we got enough do you think we did this right yeah could we have done that better and i'm always sort of taking a bit of a level-headed approach and i'm like everything went fine once we get to the edit it will turn into a great story it'll all be Aye. fine but he's like oh i don't know i don't know yeah, yeah. i think <laughs> i just managed to keep a level head and see how it will turn out right better than how he does right. yeah well l- like you said there's so much is happening throughout the day like digital images go into the camera and they're there hopefully i've always got the panic that a car's going to corrupt 
mm-hmm. or I'm not gonna, or like a button wasn't pushed at the right time, or something like that. If yeah. that neurosis isn't, yeah, getting to me, then it's always at the end of the day where sometimes I might even get like a little bit passive aggressive. I'll be like, "What do you think of this, Greg? Ah, oh, wouldn't it have been good if that light was coming in that way? Right. Yeah, it's it's, it's fine. Come come down. It's like, ah, oh, but it would have been better if I'd done that or something like that. You know? That's that's a positive trait, I think. Yeah, you know, yeah, just and and not create, and create a stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Justin was here. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I wonder how solo shooters deal with that. Because obviously, mm. working as a duo and yeah. regularly as a duo no. for you, yeah, absolutely. You've got that other person that to speak board. to in the car. Mm. Mm. How did how do solo shooters just, deal with that? Just shout at the windscreen on the way down. <laughs> the <road. laughs> oh. Yeah, just get the tunes up full and but just you know, there's two five second shoot for Justino as well, yeah. which I love. Absolutely love it. Oh, really? More of that, please. <laughs> um, and she'll come away, and then it's opposite way. Yeah. You know? oh, okay. And I'm just like, yeah, I got loads of candidates. Great. <laughs> oh, good. Um, so, but, and then she's done an amazing job, you know, and I see the blog, and it's like, yeah, you got loads there. It's, yeah. There's loads of stuff. So, I don't know. I think we're all maybe guilty of that. Yeah. yeah. I think so. So, straight away, you. You maybe don't know what's coming up. You don't have any idea of what you want to capture. How would you then go from not having any idea to creating an image? Like, what are the things you're looking for in a scene or a moment? Like, what makes you go, that's the moment, click, for you? Um, between couple or candidates or or just generally what I'm looking for? Couple session, more you so? Know, yeah, I'd be interested about the couple session, but mm. as well, just general, what are the kind of moments that you'd like to capture I, yeah, I guess like through candids, I'm a, a lot of that's just to do with you know reaction and and, and emotion and, and then you know and I like to observe and, and just work the room a little bit and I'm looking for shapes as well and, yeah. and lines and light and you know I'll, I'll, if there's good light in a room and bad light you know if it's kind of half and half you know some you know big window at one side and then lovely tungsten lights at the other I'll I'll tend to just wait until people move into the light a little bit you know yeah. if I can you know just um, using that but mostly for candidates I am there to kind of do that job and, and capture the, the emotions and the warmth of the day so yeah but I'm always like composition and looking at you know and once I've started to kind of I guess work the room and feel like I've shot everybody and all sort of you know laughing you can you know chatting yeah um, I'll, I'll start to play around a wee bit with oh. the, the sort of background and and just kind of go low and and give myself wee challenges sometimes to um, okay yeah just i do it with street photography just go out sometimes and just give myself a challenge right. you know maybe just to only shoot you know the color red in the top half of the frame or kind of um just feet or you know just if i've done enough if i feel i've i've kind of done enough yeah. but that's just purely you know, when you're in that state where you're in a room and there's maybe only 50 guests and you've been there for an hour and you've pretty yeah. much shot all the permutations of everybody's kind of conversation, you know. But uh-huh. but I enjoy that and I think it's really fascinating to watch conversations. There's a sort of cadence and, and um, I was saying that to some people I was working with recently. Just There's a sort of seven second-ish when people talk. If there's a group of three that'll be talking, maybe seven seconds, you'll know there's going to be a laugh happening every sort of... There's a there's a kind of timing to a conversation, so you can just yeah. wait and, and grab that and then uh-huh. move on, kind of thing. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I'm fascinated. It's just people watching, isn't it? It's, yeah. Uh, we're just the pupils of humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I really enjoy that. So yeah, for candidates, I'm just looking for reaction and, and emotion, and and then maybe some quirkier stuff. You know, scene setters, yeah. close up, 
um, that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, couples, I guess it's a bit different. But yeah, when I take them out, I guess it's like a little um, a wee journey. And for those first, you know, well, I've been out with you guys. Yep. We've done it anyway, you know, and I'm pretty, run pretty loose with a lot of stuff. I just like to take them on a little journey and try and not go too straight in with things, just allow them to settle a little bit. Yep. And before getting too intimate or anything like that, I really like intimate portraits, but you can't go straight fire and straight into that, you know? Um, so yeah, just building the story, then walking and carving the wee adventure, wherever that may be. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I'm trying to think, you shot a wedding with Tom, because I wasn't available, was it Ben Ann? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of years ago now. Yeah. So, yes, it was. So that was like a walk up a fairly big hill. Mm-hmm. And then you did a shoot at the top. Did, were you shooting in between? Yeah. I know Tom was obviously. Yeah. To, yeah? Yeah. What, 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 yeah. What would you see that would make you stop a couple and be like, hey guys, let's get a shot here? Mm. Or is it pretty much like when you see them getting out of breath? <laughs> you're like, guys, you need to stop. No, no. no. <laughs> out of breath is where the magic happens. <laughs> ah, yes. Um, no, I, I guess I stopped him a couple of times on the way up. And I think once was maybe because it was nice light and there was a really nice sort of overall view of the summit. Yeah. Um, so that was just like the obvious mm -hmm. because that's a nice scene setter for them. You know, that's, you know, that's, this is Ben Ann, you know, we're going up here. This is, you know, but I love lines and, and I, I think we were walking up, uh, Greg, there was all those kind of sort of trees that had been yeah. cut down, but, but some hadn't and they were just kind of lonely on the horizon. So it's going back to that sort of <laughs> loneliness. <laughs> I just love that sort of simplicity and um, yeah. lines and um, yeah, and an image. So I guess, yeah, it's again, that was a scene setter, but that was maybe a little bit of a selfish, you know, image. I don't know, you know, it's just, um, but they, they love the set. But yeah, just capturing them on the journey um, yeah. as they go, shooting a lot of detail, lots of feet, lots of hands, lots of kind of, you know, foliage and, you know, a lot. I like movement as well mm -hmm. um, and images. So I like to capture, um, yeah, a lot of that. But yeah, light, light plays a massive part. You know, if there's good light, I'll just stopping the tracks and yeah you know yeah. shout at people yeah. that was into <laughs> once we got to the, once that. we got to the top we all just sort of stopped for a while and we didn't shoot straight away it was like yeah let's just enjoy this view let right. them enjoy the view yeah. and, That's right. and then sunset started to happen it was like right yeah now it's go time now, it's going. now we had yeah. play play time yeah, yeah that's and it reckon. went and it went from golden into blue hour didn't it yeah. it was really which <laughs> yeah. is just perfect it was yeah it was one of those days it just yeah but yeah that's really important i guess just letting a couple settle into themselves you know before you start yeah. mm -hmm. putting lenses in there you know and things like that I think yeah. that's really building that relationship starts way way before that you know and, mm -hmm. and that's really important to allow that they allow you into that that space i guess but yeah that's that was good good fun that yeah yeah and uh they carried a cake up the hill what was that a cake. Uh, yeah what yeah. Did they actually? Yeah, they did. But how? Amazing. How did they do that? They on a stretcher? In a backpack. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We never carried that backpack, actually. That's terrible. That was a bride that carried that backpack. <laughs> of course. You, I mean, that, that you have to capture that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we got all that. Yeah. <laughs> and lots of pictures of Greg and Tom sweating on the way up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was quite good, actually, watching the, the B-roll of the two of them filming oh, really? each other. Uh, <laughs> They're just looking quality. absolutely shattered, covered yeah. in sweat. Because I, I was carrying up a 1DX, I had a monopod with it, mm -hmm. and I think I had the 7200. You did, I it's like, and, was, a, and a drone? Yes, or, the drone was you, you, the drone. Yeah, yeah, you did, you yeah. Had the drone, yeah. Yeah, we did, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I've got a shot of it. <laughs> <laughs> 
had to Photoshop it out. Actually, I'm sorry. Thank you, pest. Oh man, but yeah, that looked amazing, actually. Yeah, that, and I think just they they were invested. That couple were yeah. really really invested in the day, and mm. I think it was because it was a a, a kind of afternoon ceremony, and the light was pretty harsh. Yeah. But, so we went into some woodland. We were lucky, you know. That's that's an instance where there wasn't much input in terms of location and stuff. Certainly from me, I don't know if you guys put any into it. No. They were pretty certain where they wanted to go. Yeah, I remember they sent so, over some photographs that they had sort of scouted on their own. Yeah. They said, we'll do the ceremony here. It's like, okay, Which that's cool. Like, that's what you want. Yeah. And it was it was good because yeah. it was under the trees. Under the trees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some naked people in the loch. Or were they? There was canoers. I'm sorry, what? Is that what you call them? <laughs> Canoeists? Canoeists. People out in canoes. Canoeists. I don't know if there was naked people. I don't know why I thought that. Maybe the celebrant did chase a few, few people off or yeah. tell them to be quiet for a while. That's right. So maybe they were naked, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. Oh. Where could people check out some videos of that? Do we have that online? Uh, not really. Not really. Okay. I suppose we keep was... intending to do a slightly different cut and put it out, but it's because it's been delivered and they've got it and love it. It's not priority to do our own cut. Mm. So maybe at may- some point, yeah. Maybe pass it to me and I'll do a version just for fun. And I don't know. Are your images online? They are. They, they are? are. Yeah. Well, I'll maybe get a link off for you. Yeah, absolutely. So if people want to check out the photographs yeah. from that elopement, they'll be in the show notes. Right, Greg? Yep. Greg, who writes the show notes? One of the only blogs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've got quite a a slow kind of blog turnaround. (laughs) Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, All right, so you've got the couple to stop. You're at the top of a hill or wherever it may be. What is your process to interacting with them? Because I know some photographers play games. Some photographers are very much standoffish and just let whatever happens happen what's your technique i guess i talk you know, to them and obviously i think just going back to that I've, I've started to build a sort of relationship with them early on mm-hmm. um just allowing me to sort of assess the the levels of banter that i can get away with um, <laughs> yep. okay and if they accept my <laughs> level of banter which is not very good um so yeah a lot of a lot of that and yeah, I, I guess just trying to make them feel relaxed in, in a kind of way that, that I kind of hope, you know, when you're chatting to people, you get an, a sense of them and, and kind of what, what what types they are, you know, if they're quiet, if they're sort of, yeah. what they would sort of feed off. And mm-hmm. yeah, just chatting. I don't play too many games, you know, I guess if a couple's really, really struggling, they're really kind of feeling awkward, they'll do the, the occasional sort of walking, bashing hips game and all that sort of stuff. But generally not, I will... Um, just talk, getting feedback, see, just letting them sort of be, I think, is really important as well, which mm-hmm. is hard on a wedding day because you've sometimes only got 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And allowing them sort of like two or three minutes just to sort of fall into how they would naturally be is maybe not the best option because you want to get as much as you can. Um, so, yeah, lots of chatting, lots of walking to start with, making them feel relaxed. Lots, just kind of good feedback for them as well, just saying you're doing great, guys, doing great, even if. You're thinking this looks a wee bit awkward just now. Um, you're always building towards something, and I think that's the the thing is like I can be shooting stuff that I know isn't quite right just yet. Yeah, but I'm getting there. Yeah, um, I'm building to an end, um, and that's just through 
getting them to mix it up, getting them to laugh, getting to walk, be a bit more dynamic, and mm. and then I'll find something, and it'll be like, okay, that's that's great, guys, just stop there, stop there. Um, so yeah, not too much kind of. I'm I've never been one for like posing guides or yeah, or kind of all these guides. sort of whispery <laughs> in the ear games. I don't know if that's. I've I've just never really done it. So yeah, um, but yeah, that yeah. positive feedback thing. I remember just in November there being really aware of doing that with a couple because they'd been outside with us for maybe 10 minutes and we sort of encouraged them to go a wee bit further to a field and it was amazing sunset so what I was getting was incredible Mm -hmm. but I was cautious that they were freezing it was fucking cold (laughs) come over from Dubai it was November on the coast in St Andrews Mm. so they were really really cold and they it was almost pushing them slightly, yeah. But it was an amazing sunset silhouette, yeah. yeah. And I was cautious. I was intentionally being like, "Oh, guys, this is amazing! Yeah. Oh, this is yeah. so good!" That's it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I knew they yeah. needed that wee extra sort of yeah. encouragement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That that was the when that I was editing on the computer there, right? Okay. Uh, and I remember like the light was kind of dying where we were. I don't know if you've ever shot King of Bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's not many places to shoot. Uh, although maybe if you if you leave there is loads like yeah. nearby beaches and stuff, um, but I remember we were shooting with uh, Ashley Powell, Ash Powell, Ash Powell, sorry, and um, I remember having this discussion with her. It was like, oh, should we push the couple out of their comfort zone and go over there where we are pretty sure the light's gonna be amazing? Like, but there's no guarantee because there's a building in the way. And I remember agreeing, and we got halfway down, and now I, I just turned to Ash and was like, yes, this is the right call. This was yeah, so sure. good, like honestly, and uh, yeah, the images that we got were bloody amazing. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed we didn't take the drone out, but <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it was uh, it was mighty mighty gold. It's just so worth it sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. You, but then you worry if it's not if if the light dies and you got you know that. Yeah, that's true. That actually, kind of thing because I walked up the store with a couple and it was sideways torrential rain and you know we'd made a bit of kind of. A debate at the bottom, you yeah. know, whether to go for it or not. You yeah. know, and I sort of just thought yeah, I'll break a little bit, and we'll just we'll push on because I knew yeah, it would be great for them, and it was like horrific, and it, I was given a lot of that positive <laughs> yeah. feedback because I had them up high on the kind of the, the spire of the kind of store up there and stuff, uh-huh. and I could see that they were starting to you know <laughs> yeah. sort of die. <laughs> <laughs> It's like hypothermia is where the magic happens. Yeah. Just, um, you know, it's got amazing guys. And it was like, it was really kind of big. And, it would be, and they'll look back at that yeah. and say, yeah. yeah, it was worth that sort of, um, you know, frostbite. Some of those are on your website, are they? Those of yes. you in, in, in between this, the stores and the... That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. cracking. Because we've, we've got a really nice break at the top. Um, <sighs> like, you know, I mean, we'd walked all, all the way up. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was giving them jackets and stuff to put on and... And we got all the way up in, in the rain and we just got this little, just a little break. And then I, you know, just running about crazy. Yeah. Loads of water over the lens, but had some yeah. great effect from that. It was really yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for people who don't know the store, obviously mm. um, in on the Ellis Guy, it's about an hour and a half up there. Is it? A walk? Uh, it's not as long f- as that. 40. 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Okay. 40 minutes yeah. if you've got a bride with flat shoes. <laughs> well, yes. No. So. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Yeah, flats. Flats and No flats, yeah. She didn't have any flats? She had, she had flats. Oh, okay, yeah, right, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously when you're making, when you decide to make that 40-minute journey, 45-minute journey up there, Yeah. If you, even if you're halfway, 
you kind of just have to go with it. Yeah, yeah, you've so, got to commit. Yeah. Positive reinforcement is yeah. the way to go. And I was kind of way ahead, you know, just sort of willing them up. You know, <laughs> kind of, I was just like, oh my god, because you do feel sort of responsible. You know, it's like a duty of care. Yeah. To, especially in those environments, you know, like mountain environments can be yeah sketchy for people that are not you know familiar with them. You yeah. know, even just these little things that we're climbing over. So yeah, so part of you is just like, oh, that's sketchy. But then the other part's like, this is amazing. Just yeah. just stand, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you quite often stop and go, do you want, are you feel comfortable coming up here? Yeah. And you're like, please say yes, please say yes. Yeah. But you've got to just check because you don't want to put them in any danger, yeah, obviously. Abso- yeah, absolutely. The psychological person in me wants to go, you shouldn't give them that option to say no, Greg. You should be like, how good is this, guys? Don't you feel amazing? <laughs> Psychological tricks 101 uh, I've got to ask What's your levels of banter? The level of banter <laughs> What's the worst level of banter are we talking? Are you like a super nerd? Or are you just sweary? Like what? what is that level there? That you're curtailing if it's uh, You know I'm fairly calm and <laughs> easy going But oh, I can swear a bit You know but you know it never gets too dark Yeah, Of course You know it's of never course. You know certainly not when you're being a professional You know <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. No, I don't know. They're they're not particularly amazing. Okay. Levels, you know, but mm-hmm. yeah. I'll, if the depends on the couple. Yeah, I really feed off a couple, and 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 that's kind of it. But most of my couples, honestly, are fairly kind of laid back. So that's how that's how I am on the day. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. But I like to have a laugh, you know, like because I think that settles everyone, you know, and yeah, that whole if they're awkward, you know, just either make an action, make them do something or or just feed out some nonsense lines that, that, you know. To put you on the spot, what's a nonsense line for you? Oh man. I, <laughs> I, I know you're gonna hear you know, that. I sometimes sing and <laughs> shit yeah. like that. Sing? Yeah, sing to oh, a couple of yeah, just like when they're yeah, really one of your old songs or no, you just come man. up with them on the spot no just stupid stuff you know if they're I don't know did I sing on Ben Annam I, I don't remember <laughs> you singing <laughs> it's just to relax people you know and if I make a dick of myself then that's great as long as as long as you know and it's funny because it can be laughing but then in between that that sort of hundredth of a second in between that sort of ridiculousness it can sometimes a really intimate portrait you know and a really Sort of authentic, some that's got yeah. something in it that yeah. that kind of you can't really capture if it's just kind of static. You know, there's there's magic either side of like a hundredth of a second. You know, and I find that really fascinating. That's where where to it's trying to dial that to get that every time. But I often find that it is just through creating an action or you know singing. Yeah, bad stuff. To, yeah. I quite often yeah. sing. Do you? Say. Do oh, you? Yeah. The, yeah. Wow. Just. Uh, Songs I just make up in the spot. I mean, they make nonsense. Uh-huh. But uh, um, usually it's after something that a couple have said about something making fun of me. He even, could, he even does it just in here in the office. Right. I can't believe so many people are actually willing to work here with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't do it a lot. I don't, you know, it's just Of course. A, just, just a wee a, ditty every, every, every now kid, and then. You know, if, if, yeah. the, if the mood's right. Yeah. So, do you have insurance? I do. You're going to have to get a better link than that. <laughs> You're going to have to. <laughs> Wait, let's take a yard break. This is ad break. <laughs> With Jack was designed from the ground up and is tailored specifically for creatives. Whether you provide a service like design, development or photography or offer advice to clients, 
with Jag is for you. It's focused on creatives. Insurance shouldn't be complicated, so with Jag has made every step easy. You'll deal with one form and talk to one Jack as you sign up, get covered, and move on with your day. With Jack is all about bespoke insurance for creatives. Simple. That doesn't mean more forms or faff, it means less. It's not about endless features and stale service. It's about one solid policy and the personal touch. Bye bye, unnecessary fuss. Hello, creative friendly insurance. Be a confident creative. So let's talk about um, we are elopers. Okay. For people who obviously don't know, because we haven't mentioned that you do this, you make films as well. <laughs> yes. You're one of us. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Now I feel bad. I feel, I feel weird, kind of like some sort of imposter <laughs> filmmaker. No. You know? no. Now I feel bad about that uh, swimming through all the videographers out there comment I made earlier. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, so why film then? How, how, how did you get into that? I'd always kind of been interested. I and mean, I guess it's that, that whole music thing, you know. Um, I've always loved that sort of thing going together and I guess I really wanted to make like music videos and things you know when I was in the band and done a wee bit of film at college and part of the photography course was we had to make our own short movie and stuff like that so I really I got psyched on it then but obviously stills took presence and I just wanted to really dial kind of what I was doing with that Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah I'd I'd made little climbing movies for my friends little mountain bike movies and so it was just yeah from there um and I guess, yeah, it always been around and then Justine and just, we had this idea like a few years ago, maybe three years ago, um, when I was doing a little bit more elopements, um, it'd be really cool, you know, just to, she could do the stills, I'll do the film, Yeah, we'll keep it really low key, you know, nothing sort of big or fancy, just really trying to focus on... Um, the story, and I guess that's that's yeah, that's where it started. Mm-hmm. And you kind of keep the same, like you don't have anything preconceived with your photographs. Is that the same kind of idea? You keep things kind of natural and take them on a journey on the day, and then that just happens to have a nice flow in the film. This is where we're obviously we're pretty new, and that's how I feel. Kind of shouting shout to you guys, it's like <laughs> oh my god, how about film? Um, our idea was really from the outset was to make something a little bit more orchestrated with a film because I think elopements are difficult, as you say, to sort of fill out and pad out, you know, you know, in film. And I found that narratives like really has to be really yeah. sort of, uh, strong, you know. We really wanted to work closely with couples and, and finding out so much about them and, and sort of crafting a little story about their wee adventure, you know, mm-hmm. using different elements of their sort of hobbies or interests or, you know, uh, just their background, you know, that that was our kind of thing. We wanted to do s- something. So in that respect, Justina, she did, she shoots the stills, I shoot the film, but she helps a lot with the film. And um, I guess we haven't <laughs> shot that yet, you know, and we've got a few gigs this year, but that was our idea. We, we want to do something that really reflects the the couple because I, yeah. I find it difficult I don't know if that's just an experience but just to make something out of just shooting what's available kind of thing mm-hmm. with, with a film I, you know um, and there obviously the core of the day is their elopement their 
uh, vows and all the rest of it. But yeah, we're, we're still early days, I guess. And yeah. but that's our idea, and I don't know how difficult or easy that's going to be. But it's it's been really exciting. Mm-hmm. It's been really nice for us to to work on something together that's kind of ours. It's always either been Justina's second for me or. I'm seconding for her, and it's 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 really nice to have someone that's uh, yeah that's kind of ours and um, try and see where it goes to, you know. It, it, yeah, yeah. So it didn't come about because you don't like working with actual videographers. Not at all. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> you worked with us, and you're like, you, yeah, know, what? you know, fuck them. <laughs> I've had enough of this Fines, shit. Yeah, <laughs> get out of my shop. Always in my way. <laughs> freaking monopods. Um, the gimbals. Oh my god. Oh my yeah, no, I think that, and that's, I think from the outset, we just, we're not, like, I think we're different in that respect, like, we're kind of, you know, we're just a wee kind of team, we can't offer the same level, because it's one one angle, you know, kind of, all, all that sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, we want to keep it really low key, and just something, um, yeah, we hoped couples would be kind of quite interested in it, it's, yeah. um, again, it's still early um, for us, and we've, we've got a few things lined up this year, so we're really excited, but yeah, it, I think for me as well, it was again that part of that pushing myself to, to yeah. be out of the comfort zone. We actually shot a wedding in November. Um, it was originally my stills wedding. Okay. And they saw one of the films online and they asked if we would do it. And from the outset, we said we weren't, we're not doing weddings because I'm too freaked about the audio and I have to <laughs> see you guys running about, although you guys are proper pros. But I, you know, it's like I, I can see somebody else running about and getting really stressed out about that and mm. um, I thought no I'm, I'm not going down that I, I don't know if I could cope with that mm. but um, the couple really really wanted it and understood that it was early days and understood that so I thought okay this is a no pressure sort of gig I could maybe just throw myself in because I hadn't filmed anything for a while I thought maybe it's a good time just to dive in yeah. and, and I could sort of afford to make little mistakes but yeah. you know and, and just throw myself at the deep end and, and learn the, the craft a little bit so yeah it, it turned out okay they're, they're happy with the edit so that's <laughs> okay but um I, honestly it's uh yeah sitting down to that yeah was a scary process you know i sit down to lightroom and i, can, I know where i'm at mm. photography but sitting down to a film it it took me a long time to get my head around the, the edit yeah for a wedding being being the first one kind of thing but yeah i mean yeah. it is a very different process oh my but uh how, how long did it take you the edit yeah i think it must have been about a week. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was at it. Yeah, I kept it really. I I didn't do like a. So for the elopements, we'll do like a shorter, you know, kind of minute, and then maybe like a seven minute or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But for this web, just with it with the timing and things like that, I I decided just to do the long edit, just very basic, very mm-hmm. sort of chronological. Um, kept it really simple for them. You know, it was absolutely for them. It wasn't for like a a showreel or right. anything like that. So so I guess and. In all respect, that that's quite a simple way to do it, you know, yeah. just in that way. But even then, you know, just getting the speeches over and, you know, the, the clips that that, you know, whatever they're chatting about at that time going over that certain, you know, visual, you know, and mm-hmm. the, the cuts and yeah, lots to think about. You know, it's fascinating, you know, I, I love it and you know, yeah. how it all flows together. And when you see a movie like that you guys make and it's all beautiful and effortless and, you know, and... And I'm putting things together, and I can feel there's there's a clunkiness, you know. And I'm I'm still trying to figure out kind of yeah how that how frames flow together and how you know that's yeah. thing. But it's great. So equipment wise, are you just re- using the same 
similar equipment like when you're shooting a wedding you nikon i'm nikon yeah. nikon do you just yeah. use them for the film as well or have you got a camera that's your yep. video camera yeah i've got the gh5 yeah um cool. so for that wedding obviously an elopement so I, I just shoot with that and I guess I've got time to run around and, and try and make it look sort of multi-cam, you know, yep. um, that's, yeah, yeah. that's my kind of, um, I run around a lot, just trying to sort of be that second angle. Yeah. Um, for the wedding though, I did just have a little sort of B-cam, just was my Nikon, you know, just doing the aisle, right. you know, the ceremony from the back on a sort of 35. And that's fine to cut to, you know, uh, but the GH5 is way better in terms of colours and, yeah, you know, it's, that sort of thing, so. it's almost, at the, at the moment, before anything else comes out, it's almost the perfect wedding filmmaker camera. Yeah. The GH5 with the Sigma 1835 is just yeah. perfect. The stabilised yeah. sensor means you can go handheld all day if you want. Yeah. 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 I was, yeah, handheld quite a lot. Um, and I took stills of like detail to use. Right. As well. Detail stuff, stuff that wasn't moving. So mm-hmm. that, that, I shot that in the Nikon. Yeah. And just, I dropped it in so yeah it was exciting yeah well i suppose it's kind of nice not knowing what you're doing roughly <laughs> yeah. i know a little bit yeah. but. <laughs> well you talked about having your 35 and cameras what else is in your collective camera bag like i actually just ass- wrongly so i assumed that you'd maybe kind of repur- repurposed kit but you invested in the video side yeah which is n- not something i thought because that's never easy taking that investment because mm-hmm. it's expensive yeah yeah <laughs> and uh yeah so 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 what's in your photography bag and then what's in your filmmaker's bag right or does it all come together in one bag well i guess the lens is sort of cross-pollinate um, <laughs> i don't know I, so, so the you lens have an is, adapter <laughs> yes i've got metal bonds um speed booster which is great because yeah. the nikon you know i've got a, i shoot a lot with the 50 uh, which turns it into a 64 millimeter which is quite quirky yeah, that, yeah um, so it's a 51 force it's like 64 f1 or something which is it's really nice yeah um i love that le- that lens on my nikon um so yeah photography kits like 35 like two d750s 35 millimeter 50 and an 85 okay i've got a 20 to 35 for dancing right just in the bag okay so i like to shoot quite wide on dancing sometimes it's just handy to have that i think in the bag mm-hmm. but we leave stuff sort of in the car like long lens and like you back rebel you reckless rebel you crazy um <laughs> yeah, don't, <laughs> yeah don't break into the car it's just a really old lens it's fine i don't mind <laughs> right, it's fine. insurance for that yeah um yeah just an, an old kind of long lens you know just to have just as just a sort of a, just in case things you know lenses can go bad especially in elopements you know when you get them mm. wet and stuff like that um i've had that before so yeah but the core of the kit is a really small bag on the day um i was laughing they turned up and brides are like would you like somewhere to put your kit i'm like this is it <laughs> just like tiny wee bag so um yeah 35 50 85 a flash gun nd filters uh, for photography as well as film mm-hmm. and and some tasty snacks uh, yes that's mm-hmm. my that's the important that's, stuff that's the important <laughs> stuff yeah do you ever have any ear protection in your bag i do because okay, i've cool. got bad tinnitus from standing next to a really hard-hitting drummer for uh, 10 yeah. years so mm-hmm. yeah my left ear's pretty bad with tinnitus oh, yeah? even if a piper goes past me there's a wee flyby mm. um i i can my ears start going so mm. i'm always yeah do you 
Well, so this is the thing. I used to, and then for some whatever whatever reason it was, I like I had like permanent ones. Not not permanently in my ears, but you know the the rubber ones (laughs) you can like put around your neck that you can always use. And I lost them, and for whatever reason last year, I just kept on forgetting to put them in the bag (laughs) every time. And uh, obviously, Greg wasn't kind enough to put mine in with with his, which is fine. I have no qualms, Greg. It's fine. Yeah, it's my my ears, my responsibility. Uh, but yeah, last year I kept on saying to myself, "Man, I am going deaf here. I'm going deaf. I have put some in my bag now, so that I can be dumb later. And when I'm going for the, my wedding or elopement, they'll be there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, because they're really important. Yeah. Uh, that that's probably a good a good tip for other filmmakers or videographer or or uh, photographers. Get some earbuds. Yeah, absolutely. Just seriously. I had a little key ring with them in. A little kind of... Oh, uh, nice. It's a cylinder type cylinder thing. thing. Oh, that's what I've got. Yeah. Yeah, mm. it's, yeah it's so important. Because once you've got it, it's, you know... That is actually handy. I'm going to buy some today in the with the cylinder and just keep it on, on the bag. Yeah. Yep. Right, cool. I like that. It's the way forward. Just the same colour so I can, like, confuse Greg. Because <laughs> 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 that's gross. <laughs> oh. So, do you ever shoot just video, or is it always one of you doing photos, one of you doing video? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So with, with Justina um, doing, yeah. So, and I think we've had some inquiries that want to sort of split it up, and mm-hmm. I think we were thinking about it, but you know, ultimately, I think that's what we want to do is is, is work together as a sort of film and stills combo, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of thing, you know, cool. and and keep it all sort of in house. Yeah. And stylistically, sort of the same, the same aesthetic. Like, so I think at the start, we were like, really, oh, I'm going to get Justina's kind of preset and we'll, you know, we'll mash that a wee bit. We'll come to some and then I'll try and make it onto the film. So the so it looks aesthetically the same. I think that was really yeah. important for us to, so a couple looks back at their, their, their images and then they look at their film and it kind of looks like the same day, you know, the same, yeah, yeah. same, cool. same color grade, you know, just all aesthetically in house. And that was really important to us, I think, at the start. But that is difficult, you know, to sort to to do that. It's not yeah. as easy as it's just kind of <laughs> grabbing a sort of look converter and, and slapping it on kind of thing, you know. Um, but um, yeah, so I think initially, yeah, we, we just wanted to keep it sort of um, Justina doing stills and, and me on, on film as a, as a wee package. Yeah, but that whole I don't know. We'll see what keeping it all looking similar has always been interesting to me because there's quite often we'll get hired alongside like a fine art photographer who's light and airy, yeah. and our films are pretty dark. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do this like are the couples seeing the differences here? Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. But there's been the odd couple who've said, no, we quite like the idea of having your viewpoint be in the film mm-hmm. and having it, those sort of colours. And having the photos this way. It's interesting. I always thought they would want a cohesive sort of package, right. but yeah. It's that's, interesting. that's actually interesting to yeah. see the yeah, the couples think like that. That yeah. So maybe we're maybe we're going down the wrong. <laughs> I mean that's path. not every couple. There's just a couple of them who've <laughs> yeah, mentioned, oh yeah. no, we kind of wanted this sort of difference. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Mm, strange. And I think that's really because if I recommended you guys, obviously it's I, I do all say this, you know, in terms of aesthetic you know it's it's not too far away in terms of what yeah yeah you know it's kind of darker and that that's you know um i try and kind of put that to to couples but i don't know yeah mm. does it work <laughs> i guess every, every couple's different so it'll probably yeah. work for some couples and absolutely and not for others and you know that's okay that's okay 
Cool. So for people wanting to do elopements, right? Do you have any advice for them? Like maybe they haven't shot an elopement. Mm-hmm. They've shot a few weddings. They are thinking, you know what? Elopements are, lo- are looking cool. This is hitting me as a as a personal on a personal level, but they've never shot one before. What should they expect? How should they go about that task? Once they've booked a couple, I should say. Once they've oh, booked once, a couple. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Because that's different. So Once they've booked a couple, I think I think it all looks, you know yourselves, you know, it, you, you see work. And I think most people, photographers would think, oh, I could go into the mountains and just shoot anywhere and it'll be amazing. And that's yeah. it. And I think there's a lot more to it than that, you know. Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely the strong storytelling aspect of it and the logistics and locations. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot... Mm-hmm. Um, going on there that maybe you know certainly people looking on and looking in uh, don't actually see um, there's a you know it takes a lot of brain power it's not just rocking up and getting yeah. some nice mountain behind it and, and doing that yeah there's definitely a lot to it so mm-hmm. yeah I just think be really you have to speak to, I think if I feel that I have to speak to a couple a lot more for an elopement than I do for a wedding yeah um, absolutely about a lot about many more different things that can potentially kind of happen and, and logistics and and all that sort of thing. So I think just know your your location really well, if you can. You know, I think scouting is amazing, you know, and if not, I spend a lot of time on Google Maps, you know, and yep. they've mm. got some, it's great when you can do the little sun thing and see where the shadows are falling. And oh, yeah. You just drag that around. And so, yeah, just really kind of knowing your location. It helps if you know it and have some connection to it, you know, and, and that that's great um, as well. So that's really important. Have your backup plans as well and, and be malleable enough to um, go somewhere else if it's not, don't you can't rigidly stick to a location spot if it's yeah. sideways, storm, whatever it is is next coming in. I don't know what the yeah. next storm is that was coming in. You've got really boring names now. Yeah, it's Dennis. It I used know. to be Bobag and Bob- stuff. Like <laughs> that. Classic it's name. Like, yeah. Ah, Dennis. God, Honestly. Dennis. Like um, Tories. Honestly, everything. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. If you're that way inclined to bring back, play, play. Ball back. Fine. Sorry. So yeah, I, th- I think just be, you've got to just, yeah, know that location, but be malleable enough and accept that it might not always kind of be like that. Be realistic to your couple, with your couple as well. Um, you know, lots of advice on footwear and outdoor wear and all the rest of it. And yeah, just be really realistic to, because they might have this image in mind and yeah. that's where we're going to get married and this is going to be the backdrop and all this. But yeah. it's, I'm always kind of playing it down a little bit if I feel that they're getting sort of carried away, not carried away, but do, do you know what I mean? Just uh, yes, yeah. I think just play it down and and just say, well, if it's like this, I'm always I'm always looking at the sort of plan B before the plan A, um, mm-hmm. and I do that with weddings. Um, if I, the first thing I do when I turn up to a venue is, it's group shots are always the most difficult thing to organise in a small area. Yeah. So I'm always looking at where would we go if it rains and uh, for a group shot. You know that's. And I guess with elopements, it's always where will we go if the weather's, you know, kicking off a bit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. I think getting the yeah, location and yeah. So Weddings, if you're going from having only shot big weddings at hotels or castles or whatever to an elopement, it is amazing how much you're stripping out of what you can film yeah. and you're yeah. pairing it back to, it's about these two people and the location. That is it. Mm-hmm. You don't have any guests to... Yeah. fill out the story with That's or right. anything yeah so you've got to really be thoughtful about the story of those two people yeah. and why they're doing what they're doing absolutely yeah. and, and i think harder for film i guess with if you can get away with 
a lot more in that respect, but it is still harder. And I think that's what people might not, you know, you just look out and look, ah, oh, that's easy. I could go and do that. But yeah. to actually pad out a full day, you know, so okay. uh, there's lots of detail. I shoot a lot of environmental stuff. I, I always like to include landscapes for the couple oh, yeah. that they could maybe just hang on a wall if, if cool. they, you know, and I, I think that's really nice for them. And I like big landscapes with small people as well as well because I think couples really always yep. feed off that they think well yeah. I would hang that on my wall maybe not the the intimate stuff they would have you know as a sort of um poster sized canvas or anything you know but yeah just being really and I think with them it's re really important to to try and authentically tell their story you know and, and, yeah. and um, within that environment you know mm. um, yeah yeah going back to the plan b mm. aspect obviously the this has happened a lot you know if a storm's coming in mm -hmm. and the wind's blowing your way it's okay to make up a plan right there and then if you know the storm's about to hit and go somewhere else don't just sit there worrying oh no this is going to happen have a make a plan b in your head and if it does happen move yeah. and go somewhere else it was like um in ice well that well, we've done that in Glencoe with Neil and uh, in Iceland where coal, so we were doing this workshop and uh, coal from Nordica just looked around and he wasn't looking for bad weather. He was actually looking for light. Mm -hmm. And we just went and it didn't matter where the location was. It was just all about the light. But it's amazing what you can do with just the perfect That's light. Yeah. So we were just driving towards the light the whole time. So there wasn't even a, an idea of the location. It was yeah. just poof, chase yeah. that light, chase that light. And um, yeah, in Glencoe, we were just trying to avoid a rain cloud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and it just it just comes in and goes out. Yeah. As soon as it came. It's often the way yeah. in Scotland, eh? there's always yeah. something behind. Yeah. And if you wait that out, you often get some lovely light. You yeah. Know, just at the back of that. Yeah. You know, on the sort of back of it. But yeah, you're right. Light, light before location almost, you know, and, yeah. and, and the hills, you know, it doesn't have to be iconic stuff in the background, yeah. you know, as long as you have that. Yeah. Um, some quality light, then. Yeah. So yeah, my f almost oh. like when a couple are together and the light is just like hitting their 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 hair and it's like giving them a mm. rim light and I'm like, yeah. oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah. Do you get a little flutter? I do. I get do the you? little flutter. Yeah, flutter. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm oh. too close. I'm oh. definitely in the way of the photographer. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Uh, so yeah, what is your what's your pros your, your post process? So, <laughs> what was that? That was a rewind. Sorry. Can I get a rewind? <laughs> so talk us through your post-processing for your images then. Have you adapted a preset and made it yours? Have you started from total scratch? And what kind of vibes do you like to pull on color-wise for your images? Um, okay, so uh, I don't do that much, I don't think, to in terms of... Post, um, yeah, I guess the presets just morphed. It started off as, I think it was a VSCO thing. Okay. Like a portrait or something, really quite a basic um, preset that, that I've just, I don't know where it is now. Yeah. It's, you know, I just add to it and it just evolves. Yeah. Um, I want to keep things consistent, you know, and I, I'm always constantly trying to settle, you know, on something, but you can't, you know, for different lighting situations, you, you can't just slap things on, you know, and, yep. and that's the way. I'm I'm looking at building one from scratch um, with some help, not okay. not just myself <laughs> yeah. um, uh, in the future for sure. Because uh, there's, there's somewhere I want to get to that I'm not quite managing. 
you know myself but yeah um yeah into lightroom and yeah i like softness i don't like a lot of contrast or too much kind of punch or clarity mm-hmm. um I, I like a sort of soft i guess cinematic you know is, is a kind of yeah is the buzzword isn't it really of the moment everybody's yeah. rocking that um but you know that is definitely where my inspiration is from as a lot of other photographers and sort of visual people you know that's uh, the movies are are there you know and yeah i'm always uh trying to get away from too sharp you know and and, and film as well i'm using sort of filters to mm. to de-sharpenify yeah <laughs> Is that a word? The technical to, aspects to, of your to, skills to, are coming out right now. To, to, to muzz up. Yeah. <laughs> to, yeah, it's a black mist thing that yeah, um, I yeah. got recommended by. Ah, cool. Yeah, it's, I, I'm just looking at real gentle gradients between things, but but I also really love like harsh strips of light as well and deep blacks and um, too. And colour palette wise, I guess muted in that sort of film way you know mm-hmm. I, I quite like it i'm yeah. maybe prone to going too heavy sometimes you know I, I do like that and i've always liked that and that sort of um heavy and i guess sort of simplistic yeah is that was that the right question to answer i don't know if i answered what you were asking there yeah pretty uh, much I, I, although well when you were speaking about how you're uh, liking a certain type of light i was wondering if it affected the way you shoot yeah but then you turned around and you were like yeah you like harsh light and stuff I was like, yeah interesting yeah, I do. I, well, I, I can work with it, you know, and I, I really like that. Um, for me, some of my favorite it's, it's kind of classic art. So I like like Caravaggio and um, and Rembrandt and things like you know right. that. So Caravaggio for me is just the master that chiaroscuro. I I love that, and like um, I always kind of say that as a big influence. I, I went to Malta and I saw like one of his paintings. Like it was like five meters like yeah. on the wall, and I just stood at it for ages. Just absolute master of that that light and it's um so that those kind of deep blacks and this kind of real kind of you know and i, I like messing about with uh, kind of broad and short light and when i'm doing bridal portraits you know mm-hmm. just depending um and that kind of because a classic sort of way um and I, I yeah there's always been a sort of um influence you know so much that like couples sometimes you know ask me or just like is, it, is there anything lighter do you do lighter i'm just <laughs> so i have to send full galleries you know because i'm like yeah i'm not you know, the group shots are not going to be all freaking renaissance, you know, it's not going to, you know, I'm not looking, I'm always going to put you in this freaking 45 degree lighting for the group shots. Yeah, it'll be all nice. It'll be fine. But yeah, I, I love stillness and um, yeah, sort of muted and, and uh, darker kind of pockets. Just mm-hmm. don't like to show everything. You know, I think there's yeah. uh, like demure images and, and, and very sort of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you? Oh yeah, totally. Um, do you push your? Do you warm up your images, or are you more? You do you prefer the cooler palettes or? Uh, Jobby Brown. Jobby <laughs> Brown, excellent. No, I just like our films right now. <laughs> Jobby Brown. <laughs> no, it's funny. I think um, for the f- films when I'm shooting the films, it's slightly cooler. I saw. I, I think I'm in between. I, uh-huh. And yeah, I, okay. I like warns but i don't overcook that mm-hmm. although it's maybe although it doesn't maybe look uh natural the preset i, I don't want to overcook the warmth so, mm. uh, too much so it becomes you know what i mean yeah uh, too much too mm-hmm. sort of unnatural yeah you know especially in sunlight you know yeah. yeah i like to try and keep i'm always skin tones are almost my big thing i just go from that yeah um and that yeah just everything else will just sort of fall into place mm-hmm 
I feel like uh, for me, 2019, I was maybe a little bit heavy on the orangey browns. Right. It, but it came off the previous years, which I almost felt... I mean, it's it's fairly heavily color graded. 2019 weddings, more so on the color. Um, but the other weddings, I felt like... Like, I have one look that applies to every part of the wedding day. It's the same. Um, it's not like a an actual film, which maybe they have a preset for outdoors and a preset for indoors. Yeah. And a pre- okay. you know. um, I have one general look. But I just felt like in past years, the consistency of the colors would vary too much. So when you take stills and put them onto Instagram, it felt as if my coloring was inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Although, ironically, it was consistent. Yeah. Every time it was the same, and I would mm-hmm. just do the same things. But because obviously people's selection of flowers and the type of year and, you know, the light, I just felt like I needed to kind of squeeze the reds away to make them more orangey and squeeze other colors away to its, mm-hmm. you know, more orange. And Greg's always said that sometimes he doesn't like the colors. Like sometimes the skin tones, maybe I've gone uh, with the mid-tones. I feel like with the coloring, you need to pull the mid-tones really far down Mm -hmm. for it to be like right. So I think right now, if you look on our Instagram, it's kind of not quite where I'm wanting to be. As you say, it's always evolving. It is. (sighs) But yeah, Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with you. I'm not, it's not there yet. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm tweaking yeah. my way mm-hmm. there. But I, I don't want to start, so obviously I'm still editing 2019 weddings. I don't want to start tweak, retweaking wins yeah, because obviously couples have hired us to do a certain thing. Yeah. So I'm going to wait until we hit the 2020 wedding and then really experiment. Right, yeah. A little bit. I'm, I'm not going to go crazy. I'm just, yeah. I think just finding that balance between, certainly for flowers and things, sometimes if I touch my preset, I'll have to go in and, the greens and the yellows yeah. and, mm. and things like that because it's you know dresses different dresses bridesmaids kilts you know so, you know yeah. various things like that that I want it to be sort of true um, but also want it to have that look you know it's a very it's a it's a balance isn't yeah, it it's it a, is it's a, a tightrope and mm. some days you're like yeah that's it that's absolutely it um, yeah yeah, yeah it, but light and changes you know throughout a day throughout the seasons throughout you know everything um, mm. and it, it can't just be a you know, one fits all kind of thing, can it? It's, yeah. it's got a, It'd be boring if it did. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's why we yeah. like this job. It keeps you on your toes. You yeah, totally. You try things and experiment. Mm. Yeah. What's, what's your, what's been your most unprepared or, or maybe not unprepared? No, and I don't want to say worst elopement, but do you have any like nightmares that you've remembered from past work being, going up a store and it was lashing it down? Yeah. Any any more of those type of uh, um, moments? We shot an elopement in Glencoe uh, last July, and uh, it was horrific weather, absolutely um, torrential <clears throat> rain. Um, and our plan B was the little kind of trees down Etive right road. Yep. I don't know if you know that, but oh yeah, we just tucked in there, but it was still coming in because it was oh, all man. coming. It was like sideways, <laughs> horizontal Scottish rain, <laughs> and the couple were great. It was just so up for it. The celebrant was cool as well. And it was just, yeah, we'll just go with it. But my D750 stopped working. The, the screen went off. Uh, the lens like jammed, so I lost that one. 
uh, and then the other one, the lens was not focusing. My God. So it was just, I was kind of shooting blind for, for oh. a lot of it. Um, wow. Yeah, I had a 50 on, my, my, that was the only working one, so I just had to do like the rest of it with a 50 with, yeah, the screen would kind of come and go mm-hmm. on, on one of the bodies and it was really... You know, I was having to like run with it, and they were really up for just. They were mounting people, you know, and they were like, "Yeah, this is cool. Like, we'll just go for it." But it was a very short session because it was just horrific. I got some nice images out of it at the end yeah. of it, but yeah, shooting like completely blind, really, um, for a lot of that. Uh, <laughs> lots of water on the lens, lots of interesting <laughs> sort of um, effects going on. But Justina's cameras went out as well. It took them like three days to come. So right. back on, we had to right. put them in like bag of rice and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really important. Just having extra lenses and things. You know, I've I've done that. Um, we walked up the store once. Justina's camera went out through the rain. You know, and mud and the elements. You know, kind of going at it. Yeah. But yeah, that was terrifying. You know, and it's just really scary when you've got a couple there and you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, I've got about twenty percent of my kit working. Here. <laughs> just like, just really, I've got a fifty, and it's kind of all right so we'll just make two but it worked out in the end of it and they were yeah. delighted with the images oh, and awesome. they were just smiling and laughing through yeah. it all you know which is uh which is a big bonus mm. how, how, how do you deal with the rain obviously being in scotland mm. you kind of need to yeah do you have like waterproof bags you put around cameras or do you just bolster the wall method yeah i'm a bit of that i've got a little you know those chamois chamois things that you wipe your windscreen with yeah i don't know what these a wee cloth are. All right, are we okay? Yeah, a wee cloth. A wee cloth. <laughs> I think um, chamois is a very, very Scottish word. Sh- I'm assuming. Chamois. Uh, is it chamois? Chamois. Yeah. It comes from the the goat, doesn't it? Is it? I'm not sure. It's a wee chamois. And yeah, can I hang them over? And I've got like two holster type things, little pockets, think tank things on my holdfast. All right. And they've got wee waterproof covers for the lenses that are in them mm-hmm. so they're the backup when these ones kind of go to bits yeah um yeah and a, a long jacket like over the over the top mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um this this one here yeah uh, just a wee waterproof jacket yeah mm-hmm. um and just lo- lots of rubbing and going for it but like that day was just beyond anything you know it, it was it was so windy and rainy mm. but yeah and lots of and, and wellies you know kind of walking wellies aye oh, cool are quite are quite handy just from decathlon yeah Quick question. Is that coat 100% waterproof? Yeah. And does it stay waterproof? It's fine. Well, so far. So far, so good. Okay. Because every time I go to buy a waterproof coat, it's only waterproof for mm. however many... There's a measurement of, you know, how waterproof yeah. a jacket is. Yeah. And I feel like mine's pretty high, but it's still letting in more. Is it breathable? Uh, is that a Gore-Tex or something? It is a Gore-Tex, yeah. yeah. But, you yeah. Know. You can reproof them, yeah? Yeah. Yes. Reproof yeah. Them. Neck wax it's or still, something. Still, uh, still feeling like it's letting water in. So that's not breathable. But I need to. Uh, so it might can get sweaty. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Magical. Uh, so yeah. we mentioned earlier that you were speaking to Lisa Devlin. I was about oh, yeah. Thrive. So mm-hmm. what what's going on there? Are you looking forward to talking at that? I am now. Yeah. yeah. I am now. Was there a time you weren't looking forward yeah, to it? Oh, no. Yeah, just up to like a couple of weeks ago. So I I ran my own workshop a few weeks ago. Right. And that had been, again, just something, a, a few people had messaged me and asked if I would do 
uh, one. And I thought, there's so many around, yeah, and I guess that there's a lot of workshops around. And But I'd had this idea for a, quite a, a while about doing a workshop where it is just like a wedding day and people are given timed challenges in really bad lighting conditions and, and really All right. having to push people instead of people gathering around an epic backdrop and 20 photographers shooting over the shoulder, working in pairs and some funky areas where it's more like the stuff we have to deal with on yeah. a day-to-day, weekend-to-weekend sort of basis. Yeah. Um, so that was my sort of idea uh, behind it. I thought maybe maybe that would work, you know, maybe, and, and go through the whole thing from prep to ceremony to speeches to couple shoot to dancing, to go through every yep. component of a day Very in good. a really small group. Um, so Justina and I said, um, Justina was great. She'd done so much for it. It was unbelievable. I just could not have done it uh, without I. So I took it on and didn't realise how much <laughs> <laughs> needed to be done, even for a small group of 10. Yeah. So it was lovely Gary and Corinne that came through and uh, modelled for us as bride and groom. And um, yeah, it was it was cool. And I was nervous about that, if it would work, you know. Um, and uh, But I wanted people to get enough for their folio as well. So we used a really cool space. It was a mining museum in uh, Newton right. Grange. Industrial cool. backdrop, the light in there is absolutely incredible. Some yeah. of the little pockets and little slices and dappled light and yeah. old industrial machinery. And we got to places where the public can't go, which were pretty sketchy. I must have yeah. met underneath the sort of pit head and things, uh-huh. iron and brickwork, and uh, just some of the the light, just super cool um, place. And, and we, yeah, just got to work in pairs and done about that. Done a bit of presentation on, done a wee intro on my approach to each. Um, think what I'm looking for on the day when I walk into prep yeah. and mm-hmm. um, looking at potential time sinks of the day and just how to get rid of them um, and talk, you know, just all the little things on a wedding day that maybe people that haven't been shooting weddings that long might not do. Just basically all my mistakes, basically, <laughs> because I am, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a product of 15 years of fuck ups, you know, and, and to get to this, you know, point and I'm still not the finished article. And, and you know, and I said that to Lisa, you know, I'm, I'm we never will be, you know, we're, we're always learning. And, and it was great. I learned some stuff on that as, as well, the yeah. workshop, which is, it was absolutely amazing. A couple of days with great people, like just really nice feedback and stuff. But um, yeah, there were some wee bits that I could definitely iron out and mm-hmm. uh, do these wee time challenges for. But um, overall, I think people came away with it with a really yeah. positive mm. uh, thing. It was really interesting in the couple shoot on the first day because I was doing a little intro to that and... Uh, guess you never really assess how you work with a couple how you sort of build in to their trust and and carve that sort of way and then i was midway through and i realized i had to stop and chat to people <laughs> 10 photographers behind me about what i'm doing and it really knocked me so i, I lay awake that night and tr- and re-tweaked it to how i would um teach it yeah the next day or or give ideas um, for it, so, so that was really cool. But, yeah. Um, mm. So yeah, that was a really long-winded answer. Sorry, no, I love, um, it, I love it. So yeah, that was our sort of thing. So it's called at the coalface. To I guess basically we're at the mining museum, um, and I just thought at the coalface was about you know actually doing the work mm-hmm. rather yeah, than like just it. theoretical, just doing it on a on a practical level. Yeah. Super practical workshop. Super like um, you know, and it was cool just watching them and just like having a bride at the window and they had like one minute as a lead one minute as a second and they would switch over oh, and, then, cool. and it was just like time was like boom that's all you've got and it's yeah. just trying to force yeah. people to think creatively under 
mm-hmm. pressure, but also giving them ideas so to how yeah. to deal with certain lighting situations, yeah. dealing with, you know, potential time sinks and stuff. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, an answer, yeah, I was really nervous about Thrive, and I still am nervous, because it never really, it was never something that was around, I guess, you know, workshops and all these sort of speaking things, and so I'm new, and it wasn't something I was particularly pushing to to do you know it was never on the sort of radar but um i i really really enjoy uh, enjoyed that just passing on things and i really enjoyed the feedback and i I enjoyed learning from uh, the 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 photographers i learned most from are the ones the younger the newer photographers you know i learned a lot from justina when she started working with me she was just out of college and she really she doesn't she'll never take any credit for that you know but (laughs) but she really has changed the way that I look right. at a lot of things, you know, mm-hmm. and that was, I, I, I'm always fascinated by that. I always want to learn. So yeah, so yeah, I guess I was, I said yes to, to Lisa just because she asked me in such a lovely way. <laughs> you know, it's that whole best man thing, you know, yeah. oh yeah, mate, oh, I love it. It's going to be amazing. And it's like two months before you're like, Oh, what have I let myself in oh, for? Oh my yeah. God. What Damn Lisa for being so nice. What a dick. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. And, and I've just been part of that farm yeah. It changed, changed my game as well, you know, yeah. massively, you know, yeah. and I think that even I'd been doing photography a long time when I went to my first one. I just felt like I needed to, you know, kick up the arse and, and just get out there kind of thing. And uh, so absolutely said yes. And um, and then had a moment, a, a big moments of doubt, you know, when you're looking at the other speakers and like, wow, that's, uh, what am I going to what am I going to say? What, what, you know, what have I got to sort of give? But I was really psyched in a, about it because it was a practical thing. I think Thrive, it's, yeah. it's more yeah. about that practical. And I feel really strongly about that, the education, because a lot of new photographers are maybe not getting that sort of apprenticeship that they used to. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, I think the practical approach. So, so now I'm, I'm quite excited about it. And have yeah. you got, does Lisa give you a topic or a subject to talk about? Have you got, yeah, so um, I'm I'm doing prep, right? Yeah, which cool. is definitely one of my favourite parts of the day. That just reminded me yes. that uh, bridal portrait when you're shooting in the mirror against the wall and the window lights coming through hitting the bride. That's yours, right? That's yours. Is uh, it? Is it yours? Was it from a few days ago or today? Farm. Oh, that was right. Yeah, that's my yeah. Okay, Whew, you put the doubt <laughs> in me there. I was like, oh my god, am I <laughs> picking out an image that's not yours? Uh, no, I was. I loved that. Thank you. I, Properly loved that Thank portrait. You. I thought it was beautiful. Thanks very much. Um, slightly haunting as well, like something about the wall, but then the the depth that the mirror offers mm-hmm. uh, kind of made me feel a bit uneasy. Right. I don't know why. Okay. As if she was looking at me from beyond the veil. Mm-hmm. You know. That's that's uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, but then it might just be what I'm, I'm watching a lot of supernatural right now. Right. TV show, yeah. American TV show. It's not very good, but no, I love but, it. But now you now you mention it, yeah. But uh, yeah. but I like I think yeah. that's always I like that sort of yeah angle on things. Yeah, it's cool. I, I really yeah. I really dug it. Thank you. Um, but yeah, are you going to be doing another um, cool face? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And um, yeah, I, people were really keen. I, th- I think you know, and I I think for the one reason maybe. It wasn't anything to do with money or any any other sort of thing, you know. It, it kept it really low key, and I, I would never go any beyond that, you know, because I think yeah. I want it to be that everybody gets 
as much of it because I felt that big packs when I started in press it was I would turn up to a job and you would be the press pack would be there right and I was the wee guy the wee junior at the back really scared of these big men who'd been working you know like for the daily record and that eh? you just couldn't I was too scared to go to the front and set up my shop with mm. whatever it was that we were maybe dealing with it was maybe some I used to do a lot of sort of museums and galleries and things like that so there'd be maybe some object or something we'd all be photographing and each photographer would take their turn and set up how they wanted it to set up right. with with a curator or, or something like that. And it took me a couple of years to feel confident enough to go to the front and set up my own idea. And I had ideas, yeah. but yeah. I was too young and too nervous to do that. And I felt like that on some workshop. I thought maybe there's quieter people at the back that really... It'd be nice. Maybe they've got ideas about this couple, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're, they're maybe not learning because they're not doing. So mm -hmm. I really want to keep it low key, like and yeah, ten people. So tentatively, yeah, I think we'll do another one because yeah. I I did really enjoy, um, I really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. And I feel I could probably do things, tweak things, and make it even more fun. You know. Yeah. For folk. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. if you do and you could get a date, tell us and we'll. Yeah, thank you. Message it on our good, yeah. Instagram and stuff because yeah. sounds ace. You come through because we had a nice wee social afterwards as well. Oh, oh sounds delightful. Nice. Maybe we will. <laughs> <be> cheeky, <laughs> cheeky beers. Aye, yeah. I've always wanted to go into the the mining museum actually. Yes, uh, honestly, we've got you? a booking for there this year. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Have you really? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. That well, you're there, absolutely I think right. It's, think. It, oh wait, maybe next year. Really? It's with wonderful and strange. Um, yeah, maybe this year. Don't know. We're, we're there at some point. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they, Martino, they've, they've shot there before for sure. They might have, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Man, it's so good. Yeah. Like, uh, you guys would love it. You guys would, yeah, your stuff would work yeah, really well there. Because um, it's funny. So I lived in the borders and I went to school uh, in Edinburgh. So, like, every weekend I was driving past that place. Uh, every, every weekend. Oh, because you were, was that the A7? Uh, yeah. 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 Past, the yeah. A7 straight up. And Justina and I used to live just over the road in the cottages. Oh right! And we had a wedding there once. And we just uh, first wedding we ever just walked to. Strapped <laughs> <laughs> back on it. We just walked, like literally twenty yeah. seconds. Yeah, um, brilliant. Cross, but starting to sort of wrap things up. Have you got any book recommendations for anyone? Mm. Oh my! Or <laughs> photo books, business books, anything? Any or recommendations of anything? Any recommendations? A few a bit notes on a nervous planet. It's quite a nice book if you're getting really um, hammered with social media and right. the, the fast pace of the world. You know, it's not particularly deep. It's really easy to read. And yeah, it's just, it's a feel-good uh, airport style. Yeah. Um, I'm just reading cool. some like heavy kind of cinema books. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Your face is not <laughs> showing guys, joy right now. Do you know, they're really, I got this recommendation from a client we're filming her on Sky. Uh-huh. Uh, we're doing it for a Lopers, um, and it's Michel Chion. Chion? That's, that's not dog, it's Chion. Michel Chion. And I think it's called Audio Vision, I think. I can't remember the exact title. I've got it with me, actually, but it's just about the relationship between sound and film. Oh, right. It is super deep, but I think you guys would yeah. certainly love mm. it. He was talking about how uh, we're sort of, he said something really deep, like we, I think I told you that before, we, yeah. I remember you talking about cinema books so, last time we shot together. Yeah. yeah. So he's talking about like cinema started off silent era. Mm -hmm. So it started off visual and then it was born into sound, 
Whereas we as humans, we gestated in sound and then we were born into light. Um, and it's all kind of topsy-turvy and it's a really philosophical look at the relationship right. between sound and film. Uh, lots of essays and it's fascinating just in talking about big movies where they changed the soundtrack and the sort of Foley sound on it and things and uh, the, the sort of how that made it completely different, you know, yeah. as, as a movie, how important um, uh, that, that sort of transaction is or is that a transaction between audio and, and yeah. vision. So yeah. that's, that's pretty deep guys. I'm sorry. No, mm. like no, it. no. Um, I'm, uh, yeah. well, w- w- one of my favorite quotes is by a, a director called David Fincher and it's uh, movies are 50% sound, 50% audio. Mm-hmm. I might have butchered that exactly, but that's the yeah. idea. Yeah. Like films or, I mean, I think we might have talked about that on the podcast before the importance of audio is is almost more important yeah. than visuals. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I used to love, like, obviously we came from a music technology background and there'd be yes. like film modules where you do like Foley work and you do like soundtrack stuff. And I, I loved, I loved that. All of that. Yeah. Foley, going out and capturing Foley and looking at how, like, look at the sound designs of like, like even like big, big, huge movies like Star Wars or something. Yeah. That lightsaber sound. Yeah. was like waving a, was that an aerial in front of a TV or something was mad it? or really like uh, getting a big steel wire mm-hmm. just taut and hitting it? That would be the the blaster fires that. <laughs> and if you like, you can like like once you know how these sounds are created, if you go out into the world and try and capture them, it's so much fun. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you very much for coming in. Very welcome. Thank you. All the way for from after me. Inra on the train. Pass, Sandra. Um, where can people find you online? Yeah, do the WWs, aren't you? You can avoid the, you can avoid the Ws. Just, it's just seanbellphotography.com, S-E-A-N-B-E-L-L. Cool. You're on Instagram, Facebook? Yes, things? Instagram is just seanbellphoto. Cool. And that's it. And Facebook's, aye. Whatever. Whatever <laughs> and as always, the links will be in the show notes for people that can't be bothered typing that into Instagram. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. And if you want to hear more from Sean, he will be speaking at Thrive, which is the Photography Farm 2020. In March. In March. So go see him because he's awesome. And people can find us at Cinemate Films on Instagram and all those places. Yep, absolutely perspective and if you did hit that subscribe button so you know when the next episode goes online please leave a review because we want to grow this podcast and if you don't want to do that totally cool just tell a friend however until next time enjoy your life (laughs) 